Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tane G, the show where we talk the Mishnah of Perkeavos per podcast with sagely advice and practical lessons woven in. I'm your host, Tane G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We are in Season 3 using Yat Avraham. We are in 1-6, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Vav. Yoshua ben Prachi of Anitai Ha'ar Beili Kiblu Mehem. Yoshua ben Prachi and Anitai of Arba received the Masorah from them. Yoshua ben Prachi, Omer Yoshua ben Prachi says, Asay lecha make a teacher for yourself. Ukenei lecha chaver, and purchase a friend for yourself. Notice the difference between making a teacher, but purchasing a friend. The heavy done as kola adam lekaf zechus, and judge every person favorably. Not just some people, not just sometimes, always judge every person favorably. The successors to Yossi ben Yoezer and Yossi ben Yochanan as leaders of the nation were their students, Yoshua ben Prachia and Nitai of Arba. Yoshua inherited Yossi ben Yoezer's position as Nasi, while his colleague Nitai succeeded Yossi ben Yochanan as Av Bezdin. They served during the reign of King Yanai of the Hasmonean dynasty and Sifsota 47a. So received the Messorah from them. They received the Messorah from Yossi ben Yoezer and Yossi ben Yochanan. And that comes from Rashi and Rav Yonah. Yoshua ben Prachia says he was wont to say, as Rashi shows, make a teacher for yourself. Do not study by yourself, relying on your intellectual prowess to arrive at the correct understanding of the Torah. Rather, learn the authentic tradition from a teacher. That comes from Rashi and Maginavos. It doesn't say study under a teacher, but make a teacher for yourself. This teaches that even if a particular scholar is equal or even inferior to you intellectually, accept him as your teacher. If there is no other more qualified qualified scholar under whom to study, rather than study by yourself. There is no comparison between one who studies Torah by himself and one who learns from a teacher. That's from Kesuvos 111a. One remembers what he learns from a teacher better than what he learns by himself. In addition, one achieves greater clarity in his studies when he learns from a teacher. Thus, it is worthwhile to accept instruction even from someone who is one's intellectual equal or inferior. And that comes from Rav. Alternatively, the Mishnah means that one should make a single sage his teacher, a single sage to be his teacher, and not study under several different stages. Learning from more than one teacher creates confusion, because even if they both teach the same thing, they might teach it in different words. We want to make sure things are not confusing. We want to know clear-cut what we should do in our lives. Purchase a friend for yourself. Acquire a friend, even if it means you must spend money to quote-unquote buy his friendship by giving him gifts to obtain his goodwill. As Rob explains, often friendship is bought, quote-unquote, not with money, but by forbearance and a willingness to yield to the habits and preferences of one's friend. That comes from Rav Yonah. The mission doesn't say to purchase a teacher. As we pointed out, it uses one term for teacher and one term for friend, buying a friend but finding a teacher. A teacher may be not be purchased because one is forbidden to accept payment for teaching Torah. Teachers may take money, however, as compensation for the business opportunities they forgo to devote their time to teaching. And the mission doesn't refer to a friendship formed merely for the purpose of companionship, but one formed by two parties who share a common aspiration for spiritual growth and seek to help each other achieve this goal. Concerning this type of friendship, the sages and Tanis declared either friendship or death. 
Having such a friend serves three essential functions. First, a friend is a catalyst for enhanced Torah study. Success in Torah study requires not only a teacher, as the mission stated previously, but also a friend with whom to review the lessons one hears from that teacher, and that comes from Meiri. In some ways, a friend is an even greater stimulus for Torah study than a teacher for the debate and exchange of ideas that study partners engage in yield greater clarity in their studies. This is what the Tanner of Hanina meant when he declared, I learned much Torah from my teachers, but from my colleagues more than from my teachers. And that comes from Tanis. In addition, when one studies with the partner, the partner acts as a check, correcting him if he errs in his halachic rulings. If one studies without a partner, however, his mistakes will stand uncorrected. Also, second, having a friend is crucial for character development. Often one does not perceive his own character flaws, so he cannot correct them. Good friends, however, will offer constructive criticism to one another, thus ensuring that both follow the proper path in life. Finally, it is important to have a friend in whom one can confide unreservedly and who can advise him on the proper course of action. That comes from Rav Yonah. In a novel explanation, Rashi interprets this clause of the mission as a reference to purchasing books, which can be viewed as one's friends. If anyone ever read a book, if anyone was ever engrossed in a book, they could realize how much it feels like a, a friend to you. People who have libraries, massive libraries with all these books say, these are my friends, not in a weird or a, a antisocial way, just in the fact that you can lose yourself in the book. You can lose yourself in the story, in the words, and in the teachings. And what can we learn from a book? Hopefully the best type of books. And judge every person favorably. If you see someone perform a deed that bears either a positive or negative interpretation, both of which are equally plausible, judge the perpetrator favorably and do not suspect him of having committed a sin. In the merit of judging others favorably, one's own actions will be judged favorably when he is subject to heavenly judgment. And that comes from Rashi from Shabbos. One is obligated to judge a righteous person favorably even if his action can be interpreted positively only by means of a far-fetched explanation. And that comes from Rav Yonah. Our Mishnah also is not referring to someone who is known to be wicked, for one need not give a wicked person the benefit of the doubt, even if the positive interpretation of his action is much more plausible than the negative interpretation. Rather, our Mishnah refers to someone whose character is unknown, for example, it is not known whether he is righteous or wicked. Since he is not known to be righteous, there is no obligation to give him the benefit of the doubt. Our Mishnah teaches that it is nevertheless a midas chasidus, an act of piety, to judge him favorably as long as the positive interpretation of his action is no less plausible than the negative one. And that comes from Rav, Rav Yonah, and Rambam commentary. This is what our Mishnah means when it says judge every person favorably, not only the righteous person whom the Torah obligates us to give the benefit of the doubt, but even one who is not known to be righteous as long as he is not known to be wicked. Join us next time as we talk about distancing yourself from a bad neighbor, not associating with a bad person, and not disregarding the possibility of retribution here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.